Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bienvenidos, mi gente. Gloria Estefan here. You are listening to Red Table Talk, the Estefan's podcast. All your favorite episodes from our Facebook Watch show in audio. I'm asking everyone to watch this Red Table Talk. There's a family that needs us, and we are not going to let them down. The story you're about to hear will shake you to your core. Vanessa Guillén was a beautiful daughter, Sister. Háblame de su hija. Fue una niñez hermosa. And a devoted member of the United States Army. At age 20, she was sexually harassed and killed by a fellow soldier. La niña no está muerta y ganó. Mami, si era la niña. No, mi ganó. News of Vanessa's sudden disappearance and brutal murder exposed shocking secrets at Fort Hood Army Base in Texas. You signed up to take a bullet for our country. Yes. You didn't sign up to get harassed or assaulted. No les creo nada. 
Lo que pasa aquí se queda dentro de la base. Basta, ya no más. With shattered hearts, her family has come to the red table for answers. Why would they do this to an innocent person? After she's killed, just do all that stuff. Why? Why? Why her? I don't want to be there. And to keep Vanessa's voice alive. The law has to change. Any woman out there that is watching this, there is no reason to put up with this kind of abuse from anyone. She decided, I have a mission, I'm gonna do this. We have to help her. Doesn't matter what, we need to close that base and we need to find out what happened and we need to take it to the top. Gloria, somos pocas las glorias. No hay muchas. No hay muchas. Tranquila, que todo va a salir, yo la voy a cuidar. No tiene que tener miedo. Está haciendo esto por su hija. Amén, se lo agradezco todo por eso. Amén. ¿Está lista? Sí, hija. No tenga miedo no, que no. yo estoy aquí. Se lo agradezco todo corazón. Yo sé por las razones que usted lo está haciendo, todos los cambios que van a venir a raíz de exponerse así emocionalmente. Ay, sí. Primero es un honor para mí tenerla aquí, porque mi padre estuvo en el ejército. Y yo sé claramente el sacrificio que su hija hizo y que hacen tantas personas que están en el ejército. Se sacrifican mucho por toda la humanidad sí, yo sé. y por este país. Sí. Hábleme de su hija. A los 11 meses mi hija caminó. Se puso bien hermosa y empezó a dar la guerra. Siempre hiperactiva, pero dejé nació con un problemita que respiraba muy grueso. Y no decían, pues no sabemos qué es. Se le fue ese respiro. At birth, Vanessa was diagnosed with a life-threatening breathing disorder. Doctors told Gloria her baby girl would not survive. But even from the beginning of life, Vanessa shows signs of a higher sense of purpose. Dije, Dios mío, no me la quites. Y no me la quitó. A los 15 días me la dan de alta. Digo, señora, es un milagro. Fue una niñez hermosa, pero lo que me me preocupó fue cuando cumplió 10 años. Dice, yo cuando esté adulta voy a ir al ejército. Tienes que defender tu país, tu patria. Dije, no, mi hija, usted va a estudiar, usted va a ser alguien, pero madre de familia, si Dios permite. No, mami, yo voy a ir al ejército. ¿Y tenían algún familiar o sí. amigos que estaban en el ejército? Sí, porque mi esposo desciende de familia del ejército. Ah. Su hermano fue militar en México. ¿Los y admiraba? Los admiraba, de qué? pero son hombres. Le dije, no, mami, aquí todos somos igual. A mi hija le encantaba el gimnasio. ¿Por qué tanto? Dice, porque yo quiero estar bien entrenada para cuando vayan. Pero tenía muy clara en su mente su lo que mente. quería hacer. ¿Sabe lo que me decía como a los 15 años? Es una misión, es una misión que yo tengo que cumplir. ¿Qué edad tenía ella cuando entró? 18 años. Le dije, por el amor de Dios, no te escribas porque mi corazón de madre dice que no te ve bien. ¿Usted tenía ya una intuición de que algo malo venía? Mami, por el amor de Dios, yo puedo firmar sin tu consentimiento. Yo te dije que tengo una misión. Por mucho que uno como padre le diga a los hijos, por favor, no vayas por ese camino, mm. ellos van a tener su camino. Sí. ¿Ella le habló alguna vez de cómo le fue la experiencia en el bootcamp? Sabe que era la número uno de acabar. Ya ve. Fui la primera siempre en la carta. Fue los meses más felices de su vida. Ella entró en, en diciembre del 2018 a Fort Hood. Y entonces, ¿cuándo usted empezó a notar un cambio? En enero. Pues la miré bien. En marzo ya un poquito más delgadita. 
El mayo lo notan estar como ojerosita. La veo triste, la veo no duerme. Yo te veo rara, porque yo te conozco como la palma de sí, mi mano. Las madres van a saber. No come bien, está delgada y la veo deprimida. Hábleme con la verdad. Dijo, ok, te voy a hablar, pero no te alteres de nada. A mí no me gustó. Uh, es que hizo muy malos. Ya van 10 y suidas. Se disparan aquí o se dispararon aquí. Se han matado. No aguantan la presión que les dan ahí. Es la base más horrible que yo he conocido, la más asquerosa. ¿Por qué? Dice, acosan a las muchachas y no dicen nada por miedo. Located in the heart of Texas, Fort Hood is an army base larger than New York City. It's the most densely populated military post in the United States. And one of the deadliest. Sadly, Vanessa wasn't the first soldier to suffer from the violence. This year alone, 28 service members stationed there have died. And only one death has been combat related. Fort Hood has more reported murders, suicides, and violent crimes than any other military base in the United States. And on average, over 200 sexual assault complaints are filed a year at Fort Hood alone. Vanessa was keeping a devastating secret from her mother and everyone else. No te puedo decir yo porque son secretos de la base. Uno firma un papel y no puedes hablar. ¿Cómo fregados que no? A mí me va a decir la verdad que está pasando. Rompele el contrato en la cara a cualquier comandante de ese y véngase para su casa. No puedo. Es un juramento y lo tengo que cumplir. Pero yo te prometo que voy a estar bien. Pero no le dijo que la estaban acosando sexualmente. No, hasta que ya pasó enero, febrero, yo la miré ya muy mal. Ya ella no dormía casi. Dígame qué le está pasando a mi niña. A mí esto me habla con la verdad. Hasta le está pasando algo muy malo allí, aparte de toda la pudrición que ocurre allí. Y me va a decir, porque yo ya no duermo. Dice, mami, es que no vas a aguantar. Lo que te voy a decir, le dije, era un sábado que no se me olvida. Le dije, dígame, mija, ¿qué le sucede? Que te voy a decir, pero que va a quedar entre tú y yo. Dijo, estoy haciendo acosada sexualmente. Y le dije, ay, mi, yo sabía, mija, yo sabía, yo sabía que a ti te pasaba algo malo. Yo sabía, pero no puedo hablar. Le dije, no. Va a hablar mi hija y lo va a denunciar. Vaya y denuncia ese miserable. Dice, mami, se ve que hay filas de niñas. Hay filas de niñas, y, a ver, levantando actas y se rinde ellas. Mi hija, ¿dónde fuiste a dar? Dijo, por eso te decía que a mí no me gustaba Fort Hood. Dije, mi hija, ya no se va a regresar. Mi hija, ¿qué se va a quedar conmigo? Ya no la voy a dejar regresar. Dijo, tengo que regresar. Dame el nombre de ese miserable y se lo juro que yo voy aquí y lo denuncio. Yo aquí lo denuncio. Dice, no te van a hacer caso porque las jurisdicciones del ejército son muy diferentes a las afuera. Es cierto. Dijo, no llores, mami. No te puedo arriesgar a ti porque no puedo hablar lo que pasa allí. Dije, ¿tú sabes algo más, hija? Dijo, sí sé, pero no puedo hablar porque te hacen daño a ti. Como saben que yo te quiero mucho a ti, yo voy a llevarte a, a la jefe de policía. Dice, yo fui y me dijeron que era una mentirosa. Entonces ella le habló a alguien. Sí, pero dice que no le hizo caso. Lo que pasa aquí se queda dentro de la base. Yo creo que creen. Lo que pasa es que hay una protección muy grande. ¿Ella le dijo alguna vez si habían tratado de violarla? No, nunca me dijo. No, me dijo que la, que la persiguían a donde corría. Como ella es atlética, sí. era atlética, la persiguía a donde corría. Terminando, yo hablo. Nadie me va a hacer que me calle. Es la pesadilla de cualquier padre. Sí. Me imagino que lo menos que usted se pensó es que ese peligro viniera sin ir a la guerra. ¿Cuál fue la última conversación que usted tuvo con Vanessa? Físicamente fue el 19 de abril, que fue un domingo, que fue a despedirse de mí. Nos abrazamos en frente de la Virgen de mi altar. 
Dios te bendiga, mi chiquita, y Dios te cuide y te bendiga. Mm, te amo tanto. Y se fue. Yo no sabía que ese era el último día que le iba a mirar. Lo más sentí. Three days after returning to base, Vanessa's daily text to her mother suddenly stopped. When the army had no answer about Vanessa's whereabouts, the family went public as they searched for their beloved daughter. Mi hija la quiero viva. Viva la quiero porque mi hija entró viva. Porque si Dios no lo quiera, mi hija aparece muerta, cierra esta base. Y yo lo juro que a mi hija le pasó Usted algo. Usted sabía. Yo le mandé muchas llamadas, yo le mandé muchos mensajes. Mi hija de mi vida, lo que hayas hecho, lo que estás, donde estés, ya no aguanto. Gloria continued to reach out to her missing daughter with no response. The search became international headlines. 70 days later, she received the news that no mother should ever hear. Her daughter's remains had been found. Her little girl was never coming back home. Her body had been brutally dismembered and burned. ¿Qué le dijo usted que había muerto? Yo abrí mi teléfono. Y dice, hayan restos humanos en cerca del, del río León. Y yo aviento mi teléfono. No, no, no es de mi hija. Ya mi corazón ya iba a parar. La niña no está muerta. Hija, no. Mami, si era la niña. Dije, no, hija, no. Dijo, sí, mami, era nuestra Vanessa. Dije, no, yo la quería viva. Yo la quería viva. Dice, no, mami. La asesinaron esos miserables. Dije, ay, miserables. The day after Vanessa's remains are found, all eyes turn to ranking officer, Army Specialist Aaron Robinson. He was one of the last to see Vanessa on her shift as he submitted a gun for repair. So the investigation team places him under watch. He manages to escape Fort Hood, but as police close in, he shoots and kills himself. That same day, his girlfriend Cecily Aguilar is arrested and confesses to helping hide Vanessa's remains just over 25 miles away from Fort Hood. Ese miserable se había suicidado. Llevaré mi rosario y le dije, perdóname, señor, pero si ese miserable se atrevió a tocar a mi hija o le hizo algo, lo mando al infierno. Yo no creo que se suicidó. Yo creo que hubo una trampa para que no hablara él también. Yo quiero ver evidencias de que ese miserable se suicidó. Quiero ver videos y quiero ver un está sepultado, porque sabía. Él fue encargado del trabajo, él y alguien más. Aparte de esa miserable que está pudriéndose allí en la cárcel, yo sé que algo sabe. Que toque su corazón Dios Padre y que hable. Que hable y se arrepienta lo que hizo. Y pido de por vida que no salga. Porque a mí con nada se me va a devolver a mi hija. Yo no sé exactamente cómo la mataron a la niña. Supuestamente ese miserable... Le dio martillazos a mi hija en su cara. Si dejó rastros de sangre allí, no podía limpiarlo en 20, 25 horas. Tenía que hablarle a alguien más. ¿Por qué no había huellas allí? Porque taparon. Todo era un complot. No les creo nada. Hay cosas secretos que se van a descubrir. Moved by Vanessa's tragic death, an anonymous source from within Fort Hood reached out to the Guillén family with secret information. They claim it included security cameras allegedly being turned off the day of Vanessa's disappearance and a cover-up inside the base. ¿Por qué se desapagaron las cámaras? 
Ese día se apagaron, se apagaron las, las cámaras. Alguien de la base a mí me informó que no puedo decir su nombre. Me matan mi familia, me matan a mí. Dice su hija, la secuestraron por órdenes de más arriba. Y me tengo que quedar callada. Hable, sea mi voz afuera, señora. Usted es la única que puede. Usted levantó esto y quiero que usted siga, porque aquí hay algo muy malo. Dijo, señora, por su hija Luchi. Luchi. Ay, Dios mío. Pido que se investigue a todo el comando, a todos los sargentos, porque muchas muchachas han sido violadas ahí. Y a mi hija la mataron porque mi, mi hija sabía algo muy grande que está pasando en la base. Left with nothing but pain and unanswered questions, Vanessa's mother climbed the military chain of command until her plea was heard by the president of the United States. Yo quiero que usted me ayude a, a llegar a la verdad. So we're going to look into it very powerfully, and we'll get to the bottom of it. Maybe things can come out that will help other people in a situation like Vanessa. A week later, the Secretary of the U.S. Army, Ryan McCarthy, addressed the Guillen family on behalf of Fort Hood. Vanessa's our teammate, and we let her down. But we will do everything we can to protect her legacy by making enduring changes. Usted tiene un propósito, proteger a las niñas que van a venir detrás de ellas y no solo a las niñas, también a los, los hombres. Niños. Ahora, lo que pasa dentro, que se queda dentro, no. Since Vanessa's death, other victims claiming sexual harassment in the military are speaking up. My heart is racing so much. It was by someone I knew. I can still remember the exact corner where he took me. We've been battling this for decades. Now is the time for your story to be heard. Vanessa Guillen woke us up. Basta, ya no más. Judiciones, que se rompa todo eso y que cambie la historia militar. Va a cambiar a través de mi hija, porque murió a través del gobierno, sirviendo por su país. Yo fui con el señor presidente y yo creo que cumpla su palabra, porque las palabras se las lleva el viento, claro. porque con hechos, con hechos se demuestran las cosas. Yo le agradezco tanto que usted haya venido con su corazón de madre aquí a seguir hablando de su hija. Nunca va a morir, para usted no. ni para el mundo. Nunca. Le agradezco mucho, Gloria. Agradezco. Muchas gracias. Que Dios la bendiga. Usted es un, una guerrera. All right, I've had to do a lot of difficult things in my life, but that... Because you felt her pain. Yes. It's every mother's nightmare, every father's nightmare. My father was in the military. I grew up as an army brat. I know to a degree the culture of discipline and control. There were inspections in our house. My father was an officer and they would come in with a white glove and literally clean, wipe under the oven or behind the cabinets. It's been a very closed culture. When you go to war, you need to follow orders. That means trusting that the people that you are following those orders from are protecting you. If you don't have a place to have a voice, somebody that you trust, a safe place where you feel you're going to be guided through the process, that breeds a lot of dangerous, dangerous things. It's our responsibility to be loud. We need to talk about this, which is why I'm so proud of what we're bringing here today. Yes, we do. And since Vanessa Guillén's murder, her sisters have not stopped fighting for justice. My sister was not respected. My sister was not heard, and they failed her. This could have been prevented. With no one to turn to for help, Vanessa's sisters, Maida and Lupe, took to social media and started the hashtag, Find Vanessa Guillén. 
celebrities like Becky G and Salma Hayek used their spotlight to find Vanessa. And the search went viral as thousands joined the online effort to locate the missing soldier. When Vanessa's remains were discovered, the sisters' call for help became a powerful movement, inspiring millions of others to join the fight to end sexual harassment. Put up on your daughter, your best friend, your sister. My sister deserves justice. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sisters are a powerful force. We are incredibly proud of you. And you are completing the mission that your sister had on this earth. How did you feel when she joined the army? When she signed up, uh, when she was 18, I mean, I felt really proud of her because I'm like, wow, you're giving your life for, for, for the army. I was actually excited for her um, because that's something that she wanted to do. Absolutely. And by the way, so many immigrant families give their children to the protection of this country in the military. And I want to thank all of those families that give the ultimate uh, sacrifice. You noticed right away that she was changing. What was different about Vanessa? Ever since she just stationed at Fort Hood, I mean, I noticed a lot of things going on with her. She didn't eat and her mood her attitude, always smiling at pictures and always smiling at us, laughing, making jokes. And I don't know, it just went down. Everything went down and I noticed her becoming very sad. One time she came home, she left her bags on the floor by the door and I, I saw her crying. Something was going on and she didn't like it. Did she ever tell you anything about the sexual harassment? She never told me. I asked her, are you sure you don't want to tell me anything? And she just told me, you're too little to understand. How about you, Myra? She wasn't that outgoing or fun person anymore. It was another person. I thought it was more work, stress-related, but I would have never imagined that it was regarding sexual harassment. And she would have, she probably was trying to protect you. You guys would text each other, call. Was that every day? We wouldn't go more than a day without talking to each other. Vanessa was missing for just 24 hours when Myra got nervous and started calling Fort Hood. No one had seen Vanessa since lunch that day, and she missed her mandatory check-in. Scared for her sister, 
Myra decided to drive 200 miles at night in bad weather to find her. Eventually, I got the, the staff sergeant's phone number, and he was like, okay, we'll stay up and wait for you. I didn't get there till about 3 in the morning, and I was turned back because nobody was up. Um, I had to book a hotel. Of course, I wasn't able to sleep just thinking, like, where is she? The following morning, I did go up to her room, and um, I tried to see if anything in a specific was missing, stuff that I know she, she wouldn't leave behind, and everything was there. Which probably scared you even more. Right. They didn't want to tell me who was in the room. They didn't want to tell me who was scheduled to work that day. And that's when I was like, something's going on here. So while you were at the base, you actually put eyes on and met Aaron Robinson. I did. Who became the prime suspect. What was that like? He was one of the males that was um, awaiting on my arrival for some odd reason. Mm. His presence just stood out to me because he didn't say a single word. He was just standing there. I was like, this guy knows something. This guy did something. I, I feel it, it yeah. in my heart. I, I just know it. But there's no way of me proving it. He just started laughing. He, he was started laughing, laughing. laughing. I was like, there's nothing funny about the situation. So I got really upset and I just stood up and left. When he laughed, what was the reaction of the other Nobody officers? would say anything. And where were you during all of this? I was at home over there at Houston with my mom because I couldn't leave her alone. I was just there to try to calm her with prayers. I did not sleep. I was actually waiting for my dad to come through the door and be like, I'm already here with Vanessa. Right. But she goes missing. Do you guys feel that the army was helpful looking for her? No. I tried my best to try to do everything and comply and get them everything that they needed as soon as possible. We had the passwords for every type of social media, you know, nothing was complicated for them. We made everything so easy that I just couldn't believe that there was no way to find her. I started searching through her stuff to see if what, what type of clothes she had over there or what type of shoes she had over there. And we saw that she pumped gas. I went in, into the map. I found the gas station. The fact that it took CID like days later to find out the gas station. I'm like, I'm over here in Houston and I'm over here finding it. It's it's. It's a shame of that. So you became an investigator. You noticed things that an investigator or a policeman should have noticed or seen. Yeah, because you feel like they were not doing anything. At that point, what did you guys think happened to her? I believe someone adopted her because she would have never left. She's not the type of person. And me knowing her as a sister, she wouldn't do anything to harm anyone. So the only choice we had is someone took her or someone did something to her. I was trying my best to be hopeful, but I felt that there was going to be a bad outcome. The military culture is, I don't know if it's always like that, that they just don't give you any information because they are protecting. There's also a chain of command. When something like this is happening, you literally have to go and say what's happening to your superior. So if your superior happens to be the one that is creating the situation, then who do you go to? It's gonna stop right That's there. Also guys, women are minorities in the army, but even men are getting sexually no, absolutely. harassed. Absolutely. It has been both men and women, but mostly women, yes. the ones be aggressing you, harassing you, yes. are your superior. Mm -hmm. So you helpless. There's no help nowhere because you yeah, have to because, go with your superior. Right. Exactly. As the family pleaded for the military to get police involved in the search for Vanessa, the sisters tried to piece together any clues about her last location. 
It was 10 weeks before they would find her remains encased in cement in an area where authorities had already searched. How did you find out that Vanessa was killed? We were actually driving down to Washington. It was on the 30th of June, which um, happens to be my birthday. I start hearing my aunt say there's news going around. And I'm like, what news? Apparently they found other remains. And I'm like, well, I don't think it's true. It's probably people making stuff up. I start getting all these calls that they did find actual human remains by the river where they've been searching all along and did appear to be Vanessa. Apparently there was a civilian um, that was working on the fence on the land there and he got this scent and he decided to call it in. It's a shame because they were looking there for so long and for them not to notice that something was off. What did you feel at that moment? I knew it was her. You knew? Why do you guys think her life was taken? I mean, we still don't even know the truth. And why would they do this to an innocent person? Killed her and after she's killed, just do all that stuff that I can't even say. Like, why? And that's my question every single day. Why? Why? Why her? Like, and I asked to God, like, ¿Por qué ella? ¿Por qué ella? De todos los que existemos, ¿por qué le hicieron eso a ella? Y... Ay, mi amor, Lupita. Esa respuesta quizás nunca la tendrás. But the answer that you are going to get is that she is going to change something she already has. And I know that your mom almost lost her when she was a baby. And she would tell your mom that she had a mission. You need to get to the bottom as much as you can, but you also have to be ready that there may not be those answers. All we can try to do is bring some meaning to it, which is what you're doing. I'd like to take this moment to tell any woman out there that is watching this, it doesn't matter whatever the circumstances may be, there's no reason to put up with this kind of abuse from anyone because it could have repercussions as terrible as the ones that your sister experienced. And that kind of mental pressure is one of the reasons that people get away with this kind of thing. What you're doing is very important because you're trying to break down something that has been decades in the creation of it, the protection behind an organization, which I am very proud of our armed forces. Not everyone is guilty. But sometimes the people in those situations take advantage of the power that they wield. We have to take a deeper look at how these institutions were created and built. Yes. So I do have to say that I agree with what you're saying, but I think we need to put things in place to make us feel safe. Just imagine how many cases that haven't been reported. They don't have a voice. And once you report it, they call you unloyal. They bully you. Like, you're supposed to be brother and sisterhood. But if it's brother and sisterhood, why are y'all harassing women and men. That's not how it should work. And that's what we're trying to change now because this shouldn't be happening. The change has to happen now. Amen. When I saw you on television. My sister's a human being. And I want justice. And I want answers. Because my sister did not do this to herself. Someone did it. And it's not what someone, it's various people. I thought to myself, what an amazingly strong yes. 
woman because you're no longer a kid. These types of things really make us mature and grow. And God knows what this is going to do in your lives because it won't be just Vanessa. She has left an indelible mark in each of your hearts. She will always be your sister and you will have your own purpose, which she has shaped. And I thank you so much because despite your heartache, you're turning that pain into something that is going to help other women, other men. From a tragic story, you can do a positive change. Absolutely. You guys are incredibly strong. Thank you, guys. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar20enespañol.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. 
this is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Natalie Kawam is a true fighter for justice. She's a renowned attorney representing the Guillen family who has taken cases all the way to the Supreme Court. She never backs down from a battle, even against the military. Natalie? Thank you for Welcome me. to the Red Welcome. Table. I want to thank you all for hosting us today, um, and thank you for bringing awareness to this issue. Unfortunately, um, Vanessa's situation is not an isolated incident. As I say, it's so deep in the military community. All those ladies and men that were victims of sexual assault and sexual harassment in the military, you read their stories and you just think, your hairs on your neck go up. How does this happen? And why is it happening? You signed up to take a bullet for our country. Yes. You didn't sign up to get harassed or assaulted. What do you think really happened to Vanessa? I think that she told him, get off, leave me alone, stop. And they had a duel there. You know, I think he went at her. She's a strong girl. You know, she's fit for duty. And I'm sure it was just very aggressive. They said there was blood all over the room. But there was blood all over the room? There was blood. They did a blue star because he cleaned it up. Don't ask me how he did it in record timing. I think that there's help, maybe cover-up going on here, which means it must have been pretty violent. Well, if he caught her by surprise and he bludgeoned her, like, is the thought, then she might not have had a chance, especially if he did it from behind or when she was surprised. I imagine that maybe she told him she was going to report him. That's what we were told. When you're in the military... The Ferris Doctrine says you're not allowed to file any lawsuits against anyone. It could be a tort, it could be malpractice, it could be sexual assault. You don't have any rights. They're serving our country. We can't abandon them. You're stuck for four years there. You can't quit just because you were sexually assaulted. 
What do we do? When I saw the family grieving, I said, this is the only thing that I could do for this family to bring Vanessa back. Her spirit will live with us. Her fight will be with us forever. And this draft of the I am Vanessa Gein bill, I literally drafted it like a glove to the hand with Vanessa. What happened on the military world? If Vanessa was harassed, she would have to call somebody in her unit and tell them about it. That's not confidential. What it would allow is a third party to take the phone call, investigate it, and she would have the confidentiality, the non-conflict. This would allow our men and women to have the confidence that they could report it. And then that third party would say, A, do you want to move or do you want him to be removed? Because right now they remove the victim. You would have them reviewing it and investigating it and giving them a right to file a claim. We're not going to fix it by crying. We're going to fix it through legislation because the law has to change. The military needs reform. Right now, there's no accountability, so people do as they want. Victims have to live with it. It's terrible. You went to the White House. We met with President Trump, and he was very gracious about putting us in the Oval Office and hearing the story. And the reason that was so important was because this is not a Democratic or Republican issue. It cannot be politicized. We will lose that battle. This is a human rights issue. And out of pain, is how you make advances. What can we do? We can call all our congressmen and senators and say, vote yes for I am Vanessa Guillen bill. Every person that calls her senator or congressman or sends an email, so you document an it. An email. I want you to pass a Vanessa Guillen bill. We will not allow you to say no to this. We need at least two thirds vote, which is not a lot, but it's enough to either make it or break it. The Guillen family's fight for justice has ignited a demand for change in the military. Major General Scott Eflin has been removed from his position in charge of Fort Hood. But the struggle continues. The U.S. Army, believe it or not, tolerates sexual harassment, assault, abuse, and rape. They have come to Capitol Hill, where Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi committed to bringing the I am Vanessa Guillen bill to the floor. How many more must suffer and go through a nightmare of sexual violence? For Congress, the Senate, and the President to realize we need the I am Vanessa Guillen bill to pass. How many more must die for, for her to be investigated and held accountable? We all have a voice, so let's use it for a positive change. Listen, everybody watching, we need to support our troops. Yes. Let's be proactive, people. Write an email which is proof that you asked your congressmen and your senators that you want this passed. We want to help this family. Thank you. They made the ultimate sacrifice, as have other families. Yes. And I want to thank you so much for standing up for them. I know how difficult it is to get any law passed. Thank you so much for coming to the Red Table. Thanks for listening. To join the Red Table Talk family and become a part of the conversation, follow us at facebook.com forward slash Red Table Talk Estefans. Red Table Talk The Estefans is a production of Westbrook Studios in partnership with iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en, en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocósica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocósica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocósica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20enespañol.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.